once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RIPodcast.net. This is episode 437, recorded live on November 7th, 2015. And here are your hosts, the man who is caring about football till today, Dave Clay. Hey, hey, hey! And the man who cared about football on Thursday, Andrew Love. Hi. Oh, don't kid yourself, you care about football every day. Oh, I don't. Yeah, you do. Eastern Michigan right now is 1-7. Okay, you don't care about football. Wait, they won? They won a game. They won a game? Yeah, in like week two against Wyoming. Holy shit, Andy, that's great news! Wh- why? Because their their record last year was better. Oh, was it? Yeah. Didn't they go 0-12 recently? Let's see, the EM football... Well, how do you... I swear they had a year where they didn't win a single game. No, no, not to WMU football results. I want EMU football results. Damn you, Google, trying to make Andy's life easier but not doing it right. Oh, let's see. 2013, they went 2-10. and 10. Last year, they went 2-10. and 10. And so far this year, they're 1-8. and 2-10, and 2-10, 2-10, 6-6. How far back did you have to go for that? 2011. Oh, oh 2010, 2-10. 2009 oh. was 0-12. There you go. Okay, so it was a long while ago. I thought it was more recent than that. Wow, we have not had a winning season. Closest we got was 6-6. Six and six. In well, the sorry, last... That was, yeah, 6-6. Six and six. In the last how long? Uh, Last 10 years. Ouch. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah... What's the line from The Princess Bride? Something about expecting disappointment. What? Isn't there a line from the... Trying to go off of last week's episode because I, I mean, just there's, saw the... There's... Life is pain. Oh. I don't know. Expecting disappointment? I'm checking. Oh, yeah, yeah. When Inigo Montoya and um, Wesley are sword fighting. I must know. Uh, expect disappointment? Is that like... Get used to disappointment. Get used to disappointment, yeah. There it is. Who are you, no one of consequence? I must know, get used to disappointment. There it is. That's a callback to last week's episode for those of you who have not heard it yet. Of course, if you're listening to this episode, not sure why you haven't listened to last week's episode. Well, I I still also don't understand the people who actually listen to all of our old episodes. There are people who do this? Yes. The show wasn't good. Like, in the first three years, it was just, it was us talking. There there was no plan. There was no hour. There was just, let's let's talk until we're done talking. But I I mean, like, there were people who have started halfway through and then have gone back and listened to the first ones over again, which I... Oh, my God. Uh, Props to you guys. Well done. Yeah, my my brother actually did at one point. He pointed out to me, like, you know, some of your links are broken. And I'm like, I'm not going to go back and fix them. They're eight years old. This is supposed to be a weekly topical new news sort of thing. Yeah. Holy shit. Andy, we're getting visitors to our site. We are? Yeah. They're not staying. Like, they, they leave, but they come to the site. Hmm. Well, there's not really much reason to stay outside of, you know, clicking the one link. Yep. Maybe click some more links for the episode, but yeah, we don't have any stickiness for it. Uh, I mean, we're getting between, like, five and ten people a day hmm. over the last month. Not bad. Wow. Okay, so people are listening, I guess. Should pull up our feed burner number and see where that's at again. Um, like the subscriber count on feed burner? Yeah. Let me see, let me see, let me see. 53! Last time I checked it was 47. Well, it went up. Yay! Cool! So 53, wow. Granted, I'm one, Kate's one. I'm not. Oh, maybe I am. Yeah, I think I'm one. I'm one just so I can, you know, have them all downloaded in a folder, so if we ever, you know, accidentally lose... The site? The site again. I have what do you mean again? Episodes. Wait, whoa, 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 what do you mean again? Well, at one point we lost some things, didn't we? I've never lost the website. Because we don't have the website. We host it. It was the for- It was the forums that... The forums died. Yeah. Yeah, because I never maintained those and we didn't have anyone to maintain them. At some point, we should probably take that forums link off the front page. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the, for- the non-existent forums? Yes. Maybe. Yeah, probably should do that. Yeah. So, love that the copyright on the front page is also 2007 to 2013. When was the last time the front page was touched? 2013. Mm, yes. Not necessarily true. Yes, I think there have been little bits here and there. There's a little little changes here and there. But I probably should update that copyright. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's all the meta stuff we're going to talk about. Okay. I think. Okay. 
Okie dokie. I did that in class the other day. I was like, okay. And they were like, what? <laughs> like, shit, I'm not actually from Wisconsin. I swear. Why don't you say you know? No, that's not Wisconsin. That's Minnesota. That's Minnesota. Okay, so what we need to do now is we're going to go on and we're going to do the rest of the show. Okay. That's Wisconsin. Well, I was going to try and go for the, okay, here's the world. Uh, no, you fail. You know how long it's been since I've seen that video? <coughs> High school. Pretty much, yeah. One of the early Flash videos. Mm-hmm. It was that Flash video and the one where they had that stick figure guy basically doing a Jackie Chan movie. Oh, the Zhao Zhao's? Yes. You know, we, we've reviewed a game that is essentially that video, right? That's uh, the one... F- one finger death punch. One finger death punch, yeah. It's actually two fingers, but whatever. <laughs> You could play it with one. You're going to lose pretty quickly, but... Yeah, going back and forth between them would really suck. Yeah. Unless you get you build some sort of, like, toggle switch sort of thing. Then you still need a finger to press the button and a finger to toggle. No, no, no. Like, the switch where you have your finger, you move your finger to the right, it toggles it to the right. It hits the right one, and you move your finger to the left, it toggles the left one. So then you only need the one finger for the two of them. Oh, I see. It's kind of like an up-down kind of thing. Yes, but left-right, which that would get your finger pretty tired pretty quickly. Yeah, especially going to the outside of your hand. That would kind of suck. Yeah. Like, inside, you could just do that because that's just pressing a button toggling on the outside would take a while It'd be harder i'm now doing finger stretches now because of this all right sweet mission accomplished get andy to do something weird my saturday checklist is complete no it's not well it's not i have to do a little bit of cleaning but i've made pretty good progress on it by 12 10 uh 12 20 local time so should we actually hit um topics? i suppose it is blizzcon week that's what I was like, man, we got a lot of Blizzard news. Because it's BlizzCon. Remember, Blizzard doesn't go to E3 anymore? No, they just do their own E3. and so They just run their own? Make enough um, money. There, There is a lot of Blizzard news this week. So if you're not interested in Activision and Blizzard, then I'll see you next week. Too bad, so sad. We've got other we, news, though. We could hit, Let's hit the other news first. And then we can wrap up with Blizzard so it doesn't dominate all of the episode. Just the back half? Just the back half? No one listens to the back half anyway. They listen to the rant. But the, but the back half's got the random review and the random topics. Those are all well, the But they can bits. skip ahead to that. They know roughly where it'll be. Yeah, it's approximately 50 minutes at the end. Yeah. So, non-Blizzard stuff. Uh, Comcast got into a little bit of trouble with their users this week, as is typical. Do we need a recurring segment, how Comcast screwed up? It's not just Comcast, though, because sometimes it's Time Warner, sometimes it's Charter, sometimes it's I was about to say, wait, isn't that the same company? And then I hit myself. Not yet. (laughs) They'd like it to be. Yes. Comcast, wait, isn't, aren't Comcast and Time Warner, there was something right. Yeah, no, they tried to merge, and then the FCC said no. Well, I think it was actually the DOJ that said no on On the FCC's recommendation. Aha, okay. If you recall, the FCC sent a strongly worded uh, document saying, do not allow this, because that would be bad. Did I post about the reverse auction stuff that was going on, or no? No, at least I don't see it skimming my list of topics. Holy crap, how did I miss that? What what reverse auction? Remember that whole, like, the, we did the DTV spectrum auction where everybody, all the t- digital television stuff was going on? Yes, the 700 megahertz spectrum? Yeah. Yeah, what about? Well, the, the, the first step of the new auction uh, just went live. What is the first step of the new auction? Uh, the first step of the new auction is they're doing an incentive reverse auction. So trying to get people to give up the spectrum? Yeah, so they they went out to all the TV stations, and um, they asked which TV stations would be think about, like, doing this auction. And then they plugged the auction stuff into the math about, like, population density. They did a whole bunch of math to figure out how much each station is worth, the maximum amount. Okay. And then um, they're going to do a reverse auction, which I'm tried so hard to figure out how the hell this is supposed to work. But for some other reason, the, the numbers start high and then go lower. And somehow with that amount, like the TV stations will somehow figure out like the lowest value that they're willing to part with their spectrum or move their spectrum or it's like three steps on there. But the first um, the first thing that happened was all the, the numbers came out of what is the max value that anybody is going to get for their TV station. Okay. And the maximum value of the opening bid, I think the highest one was 
WCBS in New York, and that one was like $900 million or something like that, which that there's no way that, you know, they're going to get $900 million on it, but that's the highest level. So yeah, so that all came out, and now there's going to be a whole bunch of reverse auction stuff. And then once the reverse auction is done, FCC is going to pay the TV people. They're going to have 90 days to give up their spectrum, shut off their transmitters, the whole nine yards. And then the forward auction is going to go on, where that's when Verizon and T-Mobile and AT&T are going to bid on the open spectrum. This sounds entirely convoluted. Yes, this is... I when I was trying to understand this, I'm sitting there going, I really wish I knew like an economist or oh wait, I do. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't tend to specialize in this area. Yes, but I have a feeling that he would understand it more. More than we do. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I know I've always said that we need to get Hans on the show, but I feel or like in order least, to actually understand at least get an this, email from Hans. Yes, at least an email from Hans explaining how the hell this is supposed to work. Okay, Aaron, <laughs> what we need you to do is listen to this, go and do the research, and then f- summarize it and send that back to us. Thank you. Okay, so now speaking about Comcast. Maybe we need a second, like, two economists on call. <laughs> How about the uh, the one from Val- – no, he's doing Greece right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably wouldn't get him on the show. I don't know. It would be kind of interesting to get an economist on the, the show to talk about like video game economies and that sort of stuff. Yeah, but Andy, he's the Greek like finance minister. He's a little <laughs> busy right now. <laughs> True. He's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, possibly like known in, in economy history books. Are there such a thing – uh, as like either the savior of the eurozone or the architect of its downfall, depending on how it all goes. We'll find out, but my guess is Germany is going to write that book. That they will be the the winners, as it were, the victors. Well, they've been pretty much the strong arm in the uh, European Union. Well, they have the strongest economy there right now. Yeah. Okay, Comcast. They leaked a document that I don't think they wanted leaked. No, because uh, so it was announced. Earlier this week. Yes. That the 300 gigabyte, sorry, you can't call it a data cap. It's called a data usage plan. It's a, yes, okay, sure, whatever. A data usage plan. Yes. Thank no. you, Mr. Orwell. Well, that's that's part of the, the thing that the document that was leaked was that Comcast service representatives are not allowed to use the phrase data cap. Because it would be illegal to call it a data cap. Yes. So it is a data usage plan. A rose is a rose by any other name. Uh, not Except quite I, the quote, but okay. I, I don't really know Shakespeare. Sorry. Do you, do you know the quote? A rose. Do you know where the? Do you know where it's from? A Romeo and Juliet. Do you understand the context of it? A rose by any other name smells just as sweet. Close enough. Okay. The idea is what's in a name, right? Because it's Juliet. Say like, why are you named Romeo? Why do you have to be a Montague or Capio? I don't remember which one it is. It's one of the two families. But like, why are you? Why are you named your family? Why is that you? Would you not be as wonderful and beautiful otherwise, even if you had a different name? What is it in a name? A rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. Mm. This one's not really sweet, though, because they're expanding the 300 gigabyte data. I'm going to call it a data cap. Sorry. It's a data cap. It's a data cap. We we don't work for Comcast. We can call it what it is. True. I'm not even on Comcast. Neither am I. So they can't cut our service. Nope. Ah, it's a data cap. Yes. So they are expanding it now to Little Rock, Arkansas, a couple of places in Louisiana, some more places in Tennessee and a place called Galax in Virginia. Sucks to be them. Did you see, speaking of Comcast, uh, in Kansas City, during the World Series playoffs, Google Fiber went out for like an hour, which sucks. Yes. Comcast went and posted about it on their Facebook page. What? Just as a, a news article. It was just a news article. They, they didn't really comment on it. They're just like, ah, ha, ha, look at what happened. At which point... <laughs> Everyone posted back going like, yeah, it's still better than you are. <laughs> and like people were posting horror stories and, you know, props to, to the Comcast PR team because they they immediately responded to everyone's posting of like, 
please contact us, send us a private message. We'll be happy to help you out and try and get your issue resolved, et cetera, et cetera. But wow, just, oh God, wow. Guy posted a story about how Comcast wouldn't uh, install internet in his apartment and he didn't find it out until he had been trying to get them out there for a week and a service guy got on site and then the service guy said, oh no, we don't do that. Just wow. Wow, Comcast. So, so this this document was leaked. Yes. Uh, it includes the training material for Comcast service reps of, you know, here's what to call it. Here's what not to call it. Here's what to say about it. Here's what not to say about it. Here's how you can talk to people about it. I, I love the other part there where it's like when to evo- elevate them to the next higher level of service. If somebody likes to complain about this or asks specific questions, yeah. then you're automatically supposed to kick them up to the next level of uh, customer service. That's awesome. What questions do you need to ask to get kicked up? Well, um, is this considered a data cap is one of them. <laughs> Is this a data cap? Yeah, it's like... Let me uh, connect you to my supervisor. Hold on, I'm trying to find the... I'm going through the document now one page at a time looking for where it says that. Oh, oh, I love the what can I do with 300 gigabytes question. Stream between 117 and 292 hour movies. Yeah, download between 60 and 182 hour movies. Okay, so yeah, here are the questions. Uh, I believe you are treating Xfinity services differently than other over-the-top services like Netflix. Why? Please transfer the customer to the customer security assurance team. <laughs> what counts against my data plan? Please transfer the customer to a customer assur- security assurance team. Customer security are assurance? Are you sure that's what you're reading? That's what it says. Customer security assurance team. Wow. How many customers are over 300 gigabytes currently? Please transfer the customer to customer sh- security assurance team. Do's and don'ts. Do say... Customers in not trial areas have 250 gigabyte data usage plan, although we're not currently enforcing this policy. Don't say customers in non trial areas have unlimited data usage. Do say data usage plan. Do not say data cap. This is not a cap. We do not limit a customer's use of internet in any way at or above 300 gigabytes. No, you just charge them charge $10 them more. Yeah, um, you, you do charge them. If they refuse to pay, you then cut off their internet. Does Xfinity Wi-Fi hotspot usage count towards the customer's data plan? Not currently. Oh, good. Data usage via Xfinity Wi-Fi and cable Wi-Fi hotspots does not currently count towards the customer's Xfinity internet data plan. I have a feeling that not currently is going to change soon. Yeah. Great. They're expanding data caps. Yay. Data usage plans, Andy. (laughs) I'm going to modify that rose statement to say crap by any other name just smells as terrible yep yeah i'm pretty sure someone else has already done that oh probably but sure so other telecom news other telecom news yes who else wi-fi uh, calling verizon yeah no we missed this actually we actually what? missed this twice what um first off uh at&t was asking back uh first part of october um, saying that, hey, um, AT&T sent a letter to the FCC saying, hey, Sprint and T-Mobile offer Wi-Fi calling. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to have an FCC approval. And, okay, so uh, AT&T sent a letter to the FCC saying that T-Mobile and Sprint have begun offering Wi-Fi calling without being granted a waiver for tele-typewriter support. Tele-typewriter support is required by the FCC on all calling services as it provides accessibility service for the deaf and hard of hearing. Okay. So technically, T-Mobile and Sprint have been doing Wi-Fi calling illegally because they don't offer support for the deaf and hard of hearing via Wi-Fi calling. So AT&T sent a letter going, hey, if they're doing it and they don't have Wi-Fi calling, why can't we or why they have that? They don't have permission. They don't have permission. We want to do it, too, without permission. (laughs) Isn't that just asking for permission? Like... Well, oh. you have to be granted a waiver in order to yeah. do it. Okay, so so how did the FCC... Uh, FCC has granted the waiver to AT&T. Okay, and so now Verizon says, wait, you did this for AT&T, and Sprint and T-Mobile are already doing it. We want to do it too. Yes. So Oops. now it looks like hopefully everybody is going to have Wi-Fi calling. That's what it looks like. It's really amazing how quickly, because according to this, like AT&T got the waiver and then activated it within days. Well, it's not that hard, especially since their cellular data is their cellular voice data is not analog anymore. It's just ones and zeros. It's a digital signal. Yeah. So it so, doesn't matter what it's being transmitted over. No. Yeah. It's 
Rather than transmitted over the cellular network, you just pointed at the Wi-Fi antenna instead. As long as it gets onto the internet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's ours is. It has to get onto the internet, and then it has to do some handshaking a little bit for the T-Mobile one. But 90% of the time, it can do that over any Wi-Fi stuff, which is great, especially, you know, out here. Oh, T-Mobile just rolled out their Band 12 LTE for, like, most of Michigan, like, in in the matter of days. Like, because I talked about how T-Mobile got all the, the new spectrum for up north. Yeah. It's already live. Whoa. So I have a feeling if I go up to the cottage at this point, I would have... Signal. Ho- hopefully full cell phone service at the cottage now. Neat. Which didn't really matter because I had Wi-Fi calling, but still, yeah. it's like... Which evidently you had without the FCC's permission. Yes. Neat. So hopefully now uh, AT&T's got it. T-Mobile's got it. Sprint has it. So Verizon should be getting their Wi-Fi calling soon, depending on if the FCC grants them the waiver as well, which they should if precedence is any indicator. Yep. So everybody gets Wi-Fi calling right before the... uh, You get Wi-Fi calling, and you get Wi-Fi calling, and you get Wi-Fi calling. Which is good because, you know, the telecoms want more spectrum, hence the whole TV thing again. Do they need more spectrum... Well, it, it's they need more spectrum. Do they really need more spectrum? I'm going to say yes. Plus, the not all spectrum is created equal, right? Yes. Lower signals have bigger wavelengths, which means they are not blocked by more things. It, it, it's less of an interference problem. They can go farther. Right. And they can penetrate buildings a lot better than higher frequencies. Granted, higher frequencies can carry more data because every time... The wave goes up and down. It's quicker. Yes. You you can carry faster data at a higher frequency, but microwave links can get stopped by the rain. Yes. Which is why old satellite TVs would, like, go out during rainstorms. Yes. New ones seem to be better. Granted, ours still has some issues, but... I think that's because we're still on a whole different dish system at this building. I haven't actually looked at our apartment's infrastructure because I'm probably not allowed. <laughs> they, they might get a little concerned if you started poking around. Granted, we are still using the same satellite box from seven, eight years ago. Seven? Yeah, we still have the same satellite box from seven years ago. And they still haven't gone, hey, we've uh, updated you to a new box. Uh, any other... Telecom news? Carrier Um, news? There's a phone news. Phone news. We'll take phones. All right. How about phones for $1 million, please? Uh, I don't have a $1 million phone. Well, somebody just earned a million bucks for hacking an iPhone. Whoa. All right. What did they do? Uh, There was a security startup company called Zerodium. Zeridium, I'm guessing. Zeridium. Okay. They had announced in September with a Halloween deadline that uh, $1 million for a technique that can break into an iPhone or an iPad running iOS 9. Yep. And um, uh, see, anybody who gives the company a hacking technique that can take over an iOS device remotely via a web page, the victim visits, a vulnerability app on the victim's device, or by a text message. That's kind of scary, that last one. (laughs) Yeah. So they said, all right, starting in September, ending at the end of October. You have two months to figure this out. Okay. Somebody was able to do it. One winning team made a remote browser-based iOS 9.1 slash 9.2b jailbreak. Wow. You point the phone to a website and it yes. jailbreaks the phone. Yes. Wow. Do you remember when the iPhone first came out yes. and it took like months for people to figure out how to jailbreak it? Yeah. And now it's just eh, two months. Here's a website that will jailbreak the phone. Yes. Wow. Yeah, no, that was was like a million dollars. Okay, that's kind of a, that's a good incentive. A million bucks in two months? Yeah. Well, but how big is the team? I don't know. They haven't announced who actually won it yet, but they announced that somebody won and they're going to pay out a million bucks. Crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. Wow. All right, so iOS 9.1 hacked, I guess. Uh, but this was Apple offered the bounty, right? No, this was the this was the third-party security firm that had offered the bounty. This was oh, not Apple at all. Uh, <laughs> that's Wait, what? Why is yeah. the third-party firm offering a bounty on this? I mean, are they then turning around to Apple and saying, here's what you need to do? Were they contracted by Apple? Well, no. Um, the founder of the company confirmed that it, he has plans to reveal the technical details of the technique to its customers, whom the company has described as major corporations in defense, technology, and finance, seeking zero-day attack protection, as well as government organizations in need of specific and tailored cybersecurity capabilities. The founder also notes that the company won't immediately report the vulnerabilities to Apple, though it may 
quote-unquote later tell Apple's engineers the details of the technique to help them develop a patch against the attack. I'm okay. It still seems weird. This guy basically put a bounty out there and his company, his, his company basically sells his service to the big guns. So governments and major corporations. So he's going to give the information to them first and then maybe tell Apple about it later. I have a feeling that, <laughs> yes, these are ways of blocking the attack, but maybe these are governments who kind of want to use the attack. Okay, possibly. whole thing feels kind of weird, doesn't yeah. it? I, I was surprised at the last bit where it's like, oh yeah, we may or may not tell Apple about the exploit. Well, no, who knows? We'll see. Okay, so that's uh, that's the phone. Yep. Drones? Drones. Drones, deliveries. Yes, not not Amazon drones. These are ground-based drones. So it's a little... They're, they look like little wagons. Yes, it looks like that little red wagons. Not doesn't look like a little red wagon. It looks looks like the size of your little radio flyer wagon. It looks like a Roomba mixed with the Mars rover. Oh, yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks like the Mars rover met a Roomba and had a baby. So the idea is they're going to do this in London because London is a very urban city, very densely packed. And um, the robots are going to travel at four miles per hour along the street to deliver packages. Cool. So rather than, you know, an airplane drone, which could cause lots of problems. It's just going to drive down the road. No, it's going to drive on the sidewalk. Uh, on the sidewalk, but just drive down the sidewalk. What's to stop someone from just like, you know, picking it up? Um... It's going to be uh, tracked yeah. via the app. Okay. So you could... Um, I, that, that sounds like it makes it easier for someone to just go and pick it up. Well, the package is going to be locked into the box. So, yes, you probably could, you know, pick it up. Break it, it open. And break it open. Yeah. But it looks like a it's a plastic shell. I have a feeling that most of these deliveries are going to be like food. You think so? It says deliver the packages in five to 30 minutes from local retailers and restaurants. So I have a feeling a lot of this is probably I guess it could be, be like takeout. Yeah. So... Are you willing to, you know, go to jail over somebody's Chinese food? I mean, if I'm homeless and hungry, I'm not kidding. Like, if I'm homeless, I see that thing going down. I'm like, there's probably food in there. Yeah, just tip it on its side and start bashing it with a tire iron or something. Right. Crowbar. Put it on a treadmill. So, yeah, so in 2016 in the Greenwich District of London, they're going to be out on the road. Well, not on the road, sorry, on the sidewalk. You, I guess you need density for this, yes. right? Like, it's not going to work out where I live. No. Four miles per hour, that's not going to work where I live either. That's You'll need a guy in a car to deliver my pizza. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would actually, it would take it a half an hour to get here. Uh, the problem is it would have to cross some streets to get here. Well, it says that it's got, um, the robot can recognize approaching cars with its sensor suite from 100 to 200 meters away and will cross the streets only in locations with great visibility. I don't think it's getting to my house. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, no, this is where we're at. The population density of the United States where we're living is not feasible for this sort of thing. Could you see this in New York City, though, or no? Mm, not so much. Like, again, I, I feel like it's just people would mess with them. Probably. Yeah, that's that's the one positive thing with it up in the air is, you know, it's, it's up hard in the to air. get to. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd almost see this being used by a drug ring to deliver product. <sighs> It's impressive. It's cute. Like they are adorable. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure it's going to take off in that way. No, that's this. This is the debate. It's like, okay, do you deal with the aerial drones or on the ground? Yeah. Subterranean. Like, wait, you have it on the tube down in London? No, because that wouldn't work. Because then it's just like people messing around on the on the subway. Yeah, that's true. Deeper than the subway. The the under sub. At that point, it's like, okay, why don't you just make it like a hyperloop and just have vacuum pressure and stuff? Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't see that happening in the United States. It's, you got to go with the aerial drones. And granted, we know how well that's going to work out. So what else do we got here that's not Blizzard related? Oh, USB-C. Yeah. According to one Google engineer who uh, has to deal with Google USB-C, since he works uh, with the Chromebook, which actually has USB-C on it, he says there are a lot of bad cables out there. Bad cables like they can harm your computer or yeah. like they have viruses on little chips stored inside the head of the cable or what? Um, he says that some bad cables, incor incorrect registration. Uh, resistor values are throwing off power specs um, to actually give off negative amperage. 
so it's it's stealing power yeah no there like you said there's there's bad cables out there people haven't gotten the the because the, there aren't really any standards for it so wait, i plug my phone in with this cable and it is not charging my phone it is discharging my phone yes oops yeah so um, he said, watch out with those. And he actually now buys them on Amazon. And uh, he's got a lot of reviews of USB 2 cables. A lot oh. of them are two stars. Oh. oh, oh, there's one that's a five star cable. Two star, 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 five star. This is Benson from Google again. I'm an engineer on the Pixel team and I've been reviewing USB cables that it hit. Okay, currently unavailable. <laughs> There's another one that's 20 bucks for a cable. 20 bucks for a USB-C cable? Oh, let's see, let's look at this one. $20 for a USB-C cable. And he reviewed the Orange Box original soundtrack <laughs> and gave it five stars. Of course he did. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. Dang, there's a lot of bad cables out there. Is not within USB specifications may cause damage to your hub PC or charger. Yep. Wow. Benson here. Benson. This is Benson again. Hi, this is Benson from Google again. Yeah, wow. that's adorable. 99% reviews were helpful. I hope so. On 3,826 reviews, review reviews, as it were. He has a public wish list. Dang, man, I didn't know USB-C cables were so expensive. Well, the good ones were so expensive. I guess so. That's fine. I don't think I have anything that's USB-C anyway. No, I don't either. So other PC issues. AMD is dropping the Catalyst Control Center. The the graphics interface package? Yes. Oh. It I know. I was like, oh, I've used that for years. Yeah. What are they replacing it with? They're replacing it with the Radeon Software, uh, what are they calling it? The Radeon Software Crimson Edition. The what? Yeah. Isn't that exactly the same thing? Well, they're, okay, so it's ditching the Catalyst Control Center in favor of a newly architectured solution saved <laughs> Radeon Settings. So instead of calling it Catalyst, they're calling it Radeon Settings. Yes. Sure. It'll probably get more people to install it. Technically, you didn't have to have the Catalyst Control Center. No. It was just nice to have. Yeah. But I guess they had people who didn't install it, and so they're giving it something that sounds more important. Okay, so the update will include um, improvements to stability and responsiveness and performance improvements as well. The update will also include a new game manager, video quality presets, social media integration. Why, why does my graphics card need to have social media integration? I don't know. I'm not sure, like, what's it going to do? Post its stats for you? Like, oh, ha, ha, my graphics card is now running at 99%. I, game manager, okay, overdrive, yada, 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 display. What, what, what is the social media integration? That, and it's like those times you, you hear the people back in, like, the 90s, like, what do we need for this thing to be great? Oh, we need to add Bluetooth to it, because everybody loves Bluetooth. Everyone wants that. Everyone wants it. I don't even actually know what graphics card I've got on this laptop. I really? should know that, shouldn't I? You you might want to find out. Let's check. Da-da. Processor. Uh, device manager, maybe? Display adapters. Here we go. Intel HD Graphics 4000. Okay. So you have the onboard graphics. Yes. You don't have a separate graphics card in the laptop. No. That's unfortunate. Hey, it plays what I need it to play. Yep. I, yeah, I can play Hearthstone. Yep. I can play Fallout 4 in three more days. Oh, did you see the new Hearthstone Tavern Brawl? No. It's two of you versus the computer. What? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, the new Tavern Brawl has Is you. co-op? It's co-op. How does that work? Um... You're you... on one side, he's on the other, just like the normal gaming board. Yeah. But in the middle is the computer opponent, and it's a taunt. So you both just have to keep slamming at the computer. Yeah. Is it whoever gets the killing blow wins, or do no, you, you both, both win? win. So... If it... one of you die, then you both lose. Is it you, then the computer, then him, then the computer, then you? Yes. Like, how, how is the computer doing damage? Uh, it has uh, cards that do damage. Well, he's got cards where it's like, okay, deal this amount, do deal damage to both the people, and his damage actually increases as the game goes on. He has a card that doubles his damage. Okay. So he starts out as two, and then, or is, I think it's plus two, so it's like two, four, six, eight, and then he's got cards that do damage to both heroes or random three random characters. 
Um, it also turns out if you fill your side completely, he has a card that will wipe out your whole side. Ooh. So don't do that if you're playing this. Don't fill up your side. Because he bounces from one side to the other, so he has yeah. to have a space. So if there's no space available, he'll wipe out your side. Oh, I see. So he's he's just a card that, like, at the end of the turn, it moves to the other side. Yes. And... He's a minion okay. that bounces yeah. back and forth. That's really cool. Oh, that's brilliant. Holy crap. I love... So I, we're, we're moving into Blizzard topics now. There's one other topic to talk about but we'll put that to the end it's gaming related i love that blizzard does shit like this i love that they can be so creative that they can take an archetype like card game and give it these interesting twists so this concept of like a tavern brawl we're just gonna fuck with the game we're going to push the limits of what this game can do that's brilliant. And yeah. now I've like I'm already I have Battle.net logging in so that I can update Hearthstone so that I can play this because that the, sounds awesome. I think the Tavern Brawl is still going on right now, right? I don't know. It better be. When does the Tavern Brawl happen? I think it goes till Saturday, right? Or Sunday? I think Sunday. But like, that's so cool. That is brilliant. Oh, it, and ends, on, it ends on Monday. So you got all okay. To yeah, I got today and tomorrow to try it. Yeah. And that. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely going to do that. So. Thinking about that and thinking about other Blizzard games, what other cool things are they doing? Because, hey, look, it's BlizzCon week. All right, so we got to shift into our Blizzard gear. Hang on, opening my inventory. Oh, that's cute. That's great. The Battle.net Authenticator has background images. Guess what image it is? What? Overwatch. Ah. So that's a thing. Uh, Overwatch has been announced. Not, I mean, it had been announced previously, but they they announced the price and it is not free. What? It is not a free game. That is surprising. It is, in fact, a $40 game. What? They are selling Overwatch for $40. 40 bucks? And they are also selling skins. <sighs> for consoles, because Overwatch will be on console as well, it is 60 bucks. Well, yeah, that's the standard console price. So if you're going to pay for a game, yeah, 60 bucks for a console at Wait a minute. Why so why is why is the 40 buck get such an outrage, but the 60 buck is like, "Oh yeah, no, that's fine." <laughs> Wait a minute. I sense deception here. No, okay, so 40 bucks. Or a double standard, one or the other. Yes, there is a double standard for games. Have you no. not? Yes. No. Yes. $40 is not an unreasonable cost for a full game. The thing is, it better be a full game. Well, okay, what does the 20 bucks get you? The 40 bucks? Okay, Overwatch gets you... 40 bucks. Yeah, 40 bucks is... You get the game. Yeah, the 21 heroes and everything. Yep, you... I mean, it, you get the game. That's yeah. that's pretty much it. You get some extras for the other games because that's what Blizzard does now. So you get five new skins and more goodies for other games like <clears throat> Starcraft, Diablo, Hearthstone, Overwatch. Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. I would, I would like to point out the very first in-game goodie listed here is that in Heroes of the Storm, you get one of the characters from Overwatch. Which means, like, right there, that tells you, yes, Overwatch will be coming to Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, which it, it, that would be perfect sense. You'd... Right. Sense. Why would you make this entire new IP if you were not going to rope it into others? Yeah. You get a baby Winston pet. And wow, it's adorable. What's in the collector's edition? You get a statue. You get, you get a, a goddamn statue, statue. And, a, and a book. Dear Lord, you get a goddamn statue. On top of all the other stuff that you get previously. Yeah. So wait, what's the difference? Between... 12 inches tall. Holy crap. You get a one foot statue. That is not like a pewter figurine. That is a statue. How, how much is that? that i don't know where are the damn prices pre-purchase now this edition is not available digitally 129 dollars uh, jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> overwatch collector's edition 130 dollars well, that's definitely a collector's edition how much is just the origins 60 dollars and then overwatch is 40 dollars wow i oh, oh. I don't know what to, to do on this one, whether or not it's worth 40 buying bucks, it really for the game. Yeah. You know, this, this $60 cost has probably already basically killed it on the console. You think so? I don't know. I was, I, God, I, I mean, was, I was expecting free to play. I well, honestly was. Well, but, but hang on. What if there's a campaign? If there's a single player mode, if there's a single player mode, could be interesting. I mean, sixty dollars does uh, seems like a lot, and yeah. this is a multiplayer game, and uh, 
it's it's only a multiplayer. I mean, it's game. it's comparing it to Heroes of the Storm and Hearthstone, which are all they are they are pure multiplayer games that are free. Yes, but I Blizzard has thought about this, right? Yeah, we can we can we assume they are not being idiots? Yes. So they have a plan for this. But they they have made a decision to sell it for money and they think they can get that money. They feel like they can they can make it worth it. Well, more power to them. I can tell you I'm not buying it for 40 bucks. Yeah, I can tell is, you that right here and now. I'm not paying 40 bucks for that. That is a lot of money for a multiplayer arena game. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know, honestly, like I might still buy it. It depends how it's looking. It depends on how it plays. So, so the Warcraft news? movie trailer has come out. Ooh, I have not seen it yet. Oh, Andy, Andy, go pause and look at it. I'll go watch it in a second. No, you you should go watch it now because it it when we start talking about other pieces that we have on here, it's good to have that in mind. Oh wait, that's the Warcraft World of Warcraft Legion trailer. No, that's different. Well, that's also worth watching, but not the actual Warcraft movie. Ah, Warcraft official trailer. Okay. Da, da, da. Looks like it was filmed in New Zealand. Yeah, it honestly, it looks like this was filmed in New Zealand. Was it filmed in New Zealand? I have no idea. God, the CGI is... Oh. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? I don't know. The, looking at the guys in the armor, it's all CGI. It's, I don't know. It's 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 weird. I, I, I don't know. I, mm, I don't know how all this is going to work. Yeah. So now go watch the the World of Warcraft Legion trailer. <laughs> Wait, is he on a flying ship? He's on a flying ship. Yes, he is. The hell? Okay, so I'm watching this trailer that doesn't actually tell me much, does it? Well, because it's not an actual... It's not a trailer for, like, here's what's coming. It's the cinematic trailer. That's the opening of the new game. Okay, but that that, that doesn't tell me much. Sorry. But, but look at the... Just don't don't Andy. I'm not having you watch this because I think you're gonna be interested in it. Look at the quality of the CGI. Yes, the fact that his skin looks like skin. Yeah, but the the in-game coverage is not gonna look that good. No, it is not. It is definitely not gonna look like that. But it's funny you bring up these stu- this movie stuff there because they just actually announced that they're doing their own studio that is why i wanted you to listen to those and see those yes no i i get that which makes sense because uh they haven't launched activision blizzard studios which will oversee development of television and film products like the warcraft movie oh man (laughs) well actually not the warcraft movie because that's already that's already being worked on yes but but like anything else they could do it yeah well they're gonna start up a tv series called skylanders academy oh god that's right activision owns skylanders yeah they also are thinking about a call of duty feature film please no call of duty is now i'm feeling worse and worse about this like way worse and worse and worse about this like uh oh god all right but Blizzard, it, oh. So the next expansion has been announced for World of Warcraft. It was yeah. actually announced a little while ago. World of Warcraft Legion. Okay. Question is how many people are going to play it? And the answer is we won't know. Why won't we know? Because WoW has said, well, sorry, Blizzard has said that they are no longer going to announce WoW subscription numbers. When have they announced WoW subscription numbers? I thought it was always just inferred. They announce subscriber numbers every three months during the uh, earnings reports. Earnings reports. Okay. So they they announced that currently right now there are 5.5 million active subscribers in WoW. And this is the last time they're going to announce those numbers. 5.5, it is dropping fast. Yes, they said that this is the last quarter that we plan to provide subscriber numbers. There are other metrics that are better indicators of the overall Blizzard business performance. They haven't said what those metrics are. They just it's not going to be subscribers. Okay. Well, I mean, in Hearthstone, there are no subscribers. In Heroes of the Storm, there are no subscribers. Even in World of Warcraft, there's 5 million subscribers. That doesn't mean there's 5 million players because it's free up to level 20 and you can always just log in. It's still 5.5. That's it's. I have a feeling like they're like, oh, the numbers are great because I always announced it because the numbers were great. Now that the numbers are not so great, they're like, well, we're not going to uh, talk about the numbers anymore. Let's talk let's, about this stuff instead. Yeah, let's just not bring that up. We, we won't talk about those. Those don't exist. Who was the one that did that? Was it, We talked about that last week or was that two weeks ago? I don't remember. 
You talked about somebody else, though, not... We talked oh, about Netflix not wanting their numbers released. Oh, Xbox One is not releasing sales numbers anymore. That's what it was. So... I feel like you're... Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like they're now going to be dancing around the numbers. I feel like that's what this announcement is. Well, it's always trying to cast it in the best light. Yeah. That's what's going on. And just like always, people fudge the numbers, and that's what we're going to get now. <laughs> it's always taken with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand where they come from and why they're there. So one last topic that we needed to hit before we get to the randoms. Yeah. Activision just spent $5.9 billion on King Digital Entertainment. Oh, for the love of flying fucks. They just spent basically $6 billion to buy, to buy Candy, Candy Crush. Crush. God flipping piece of shit, damn so it. So what they're going to do is they're going to buy the the stock of King, because King went public, right? Right. Remember we talked about that. And, to a uh, terribly disappointing IPO. Yes. Um, shares of the company have fallen 31% in value since the IPO. Yeah. So even if you... Even if you own stock in King, this is not really that exciting because most of the time, I'm guessing you bought it. Higher than it, it is. Even when it first went public, this is at a lower value than during the first day of open trading for it. Yep. So Activision Blizzard is buying King. Yes. Is it going to be Activision Blizzard King? I'm guessing it's just going to be Activision. I don't know what it's going to <laughs> Blizzard be. Blizzard King Activision. Oh, God. All right. I... Uh... So at least it means King is no longer a company. Yes, true. But really, six billion dollars. Yep. For uh, I understand that this is not their normal core audience because their normal core audience is like, you know, the bro gamer. Yeah. Yeah. That's Activision. So there's not many bro gamers for Candy Crush. Oh, yes. No. Yeah. You. Yeah. There's a lot of gamers on Candy Crush, period. Yes. I think they said, uh, what were the numbers? Uh. Uh, King has 474 million players and uh, 500 million monthly users. So I have a feeling like Blizzard tried to get into mobile games with Hearthstone, which worked decently well. Do you think they're they're just using this as an access to mobile games? I don't think so. Because we've done we've we've talked about surveys that have said that the new version of gaming is going to be mobile gaming. Yes, they still have the AAA titles on the consoles and the PC, but where the growth is, is in the mobile market. And so Activision just spent $6 billion basically to become the big dog in the mobile market. Granted, it's a big dog for one game, which I think still like 80% of their revenue comes from basically Candy Crush. So rather than spend the money internally building up their mobile platform, they just... (laughs) They bought the I, biggest dog on the yeah, block. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could have been a fly at the wall at those meetings. You know what's surprising, though, is the fact that when Disney bought Marvel, yeah. that was under $5 billion. So Just to Candy put that in Crush cost more than Marvel. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's when you, I was thinking about that. I'm like, wait a second. I thought I thought Disney bought Marvel for under five billion, and I'm like looking at it. Yeah, oh yeah, under five billion dollars for when Disney bought Marvel, and then Activision six buys. billion for Candy Crush. Yep, it's a lot of money. <sighs> Granted, they're still making you know money. Yep, two point two billion dollars in annual revenue. They will recoup this loss over time. Okay, any other big notes? Steam is now uh, allowing companies to sell in-game items through the Steam Marketplace. Which is good. That's They're saying basically, this is not, you know, the whole thing with the Skyrim mods over again, but I don't know, it's... they've By the way, they've said that they are planning on trying that again. Oh. They're going to handle it in a different way. They're looking at what they can do, but they want to handle it again. So this way is they're just basically providing the infrastructure for Steam games so people can do their own in-game purchases without having to build the infrastructure from the ground up for their own games. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's better than the whole Skyrim mod paid mod thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is different than the pay mod paid mods. This is paid in-game items. And they're going to split the profits with the people who make the items as well. Yeah. So cool. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah. Oh, and Arkham Knight PC uh, was out, and then it got pulled, and then it got re-released, and basically Warner Brothers has says, it's still so bad, we're going to offer you a full refund anytime between now and the end of the year. <laughs> so, Good guy, Warner Brothers. Yeah, but still, my God, how spend twice now you've tried to release this game. Yep, and failed both times. Yeah. 
uh, going back again to Blizzard, yeah. there is the one other thing I wanted to bring up uh, because we talked about how interesting and unique Blizzard can, can be with their games sometimes. Yes. Blizzard has a MOBA first. This has not happened in Dota. It has not happened in League of Legends. It has not happened anywhere. In Heroes of the Storm, there will be one character controlled by two players. <laughs> So you're saying there's one character now that will never, ever, ever be picked in a pug, ever. Uh, it could be. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Like, it's a really neat concept. Where there's going to be two people controlling one character. One, I, who? Well, so so the character is Cho'Gal, which is a two-headed ogre. And so it, it really represents that. You have two heads. You have two brains. You have two people controlling the body. Uh, one person actually controls the body. They control like where to move and, and where they go. Uh, the other one focuses on a lot of the more offensive aspects. I feel like this would be great for two people in the same room to play. Yep, where you can call out to each other. Yeah. Or two people on Vox. Or something like that. But no, pickup games, this... You I could feel like, do it. I feel like this would just be something where you'd start to troll other people. Maybe. Just like charge in. Be like, no! It's like, I, oh, I would get so pissed if I wasn't in control of the body. Be like, what are you, where, why, what, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wrong way, wrong way, wrong way. Go back, go back, go back. Oh. Because you can't keep typing that because that's just. Right. Unless you got like a bunch of hotkeys set up very quickly. Yes. I do not see that. It's a neat idea and it's interesting, but this is going to be more for tournaments and more people can actually communicate with each other. Yeah. Rather than. It's, I think it's a. Super cool idea, though. Yes, it is. It is different and new. Yep. Okay, now should we hit the randoms? Yeah, we can do the randoms. Random review. Yes. Not sure whose turn it is, but we're both going to review. We, we kind of lost. We. I think technically it's my turn, but last week was also a dual review, so we're doing a second dual review, and then we'll be back to normal, which is going to be Andy's turn. Or is it? Yeah, because oh. I I kind of co-opted yours from last week. No wait, hold on. Let's. <laughs> Last week was supposed to be you. Yeah. But I co-opted it, so we did Tinertia. Yes. This week was supposed to be me. We're co-opting it again to review this. Next week, it's back to you. Yeah, because you had Doodle God before yeah, yeah. that. Okay. The Martian. The Martian. The Martian. Are we reviewing the book or the movie? I'm going to go with the book. Okay. I enjoyed the book better. I I did enjoy the book. I actually did not have problems with the movie. I didn't have problems with the movie until the very end. Oh, the the uh, commander. Spoiler alert, by the way. The commander doing the spacewalk. Yes. Yeah, I hated that. That was, was stupid. It was fine up until the end of the that movie. Was, and that I'm was like, absolutely stupid. Yeah. There was no reason for her to do that. There was no reason why she would do that. And they broke physics when they did it. Yes. Yeah, that that is true. That is the one point in the movie I hated. So I guess we reviewed the movie, too. The book, however, is a great read. It has one of the best opening lines in a book I've I've read in a while. Well, I'm fucked. Yep. It's a pretty fun way to just bring people into the story. It's like, what? wait, what? Oh, okay then. <laughs> yes, What's... you actually are quite fucked. Although the mere fact that there's like 200 pages that follow this lead me to believe you're not as fucked as you think you are. Well, I always love it where there were times it's like, oh, everything's going great. It was going great. And then the next chapter is, well, I'm going to die. Yep. But again, like there's maybe it's a little meta. Maybe it's it's cheating. There's another hundred pages. There's another 50 pages. There's another 30 pages. Like clearly he's not fucked. <laughs> but it's uh, very MacGyverish. Yes. If it it's it's not because normally the survival stories are all about the person with the inner thoughts about oh what did I do with my life and oh I should have done this better it's a lot of self reflection that doesn't really happen on this book this book is I'm gonna die I need to figure out a way to survive so it's it's a lot of the actual it, like it's MacGyver yeah which uh, I enjoy that sort of thing hence we were actually have been watching MacGyver recently so I. I did enjoy it. It's a, it's a fun little read. Mm. Now, some people say that the amount of science in there is too much. I don't have a problem with that. Granted, I'm sitting here, you know, reading. There, There's no problem with the amount of science. I, I had no issues with the amount of science that was in there. I didn't yeah. feel like it was actually that much science. No, because there's a lot of times where he's like, I'm going to spare you. Because the, these are all written as like journal entries. So he's like, I'm going to spare you the math here and just tell you that it's this. Yep. Okay, I'll trust you on that one. I'm like, yes, yes, it is that much. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Moving on. 
But yeah, so if you're, it's, it's a fun little survival story. It's a lot of science. The the writer is quite humorous. He, there's a lot of funny bits in there, especially since he's, you know, stuck on an island by himself. He, he doesn't go, woe is me. He kind of goes, okay, this is interesting. And he, he talks like I know a lot of nerdy people talk. You mean like how we talk? Yes. Like yeah. how we talk as well. Yes, I could... I could easily see him being one of the guys. It was a good book. It, it, yes, it's it's. It was a really good book. I've I've listened to I've read the book and I've also listened to the audiobook, which is also pretty good. Especially since it's journal entries, there's a couple of times where the audiobook kind of slows down because they're reading every single word on the page. Oh, like the Pathfinder boot sequence. Yes. Oh, that took a bit of time, and then the time when he's chatting back and forth. Yeah. Where you're you're actually like. Reading this line, and then reading this line, and then reading this line. Yeah, that the audiobook really killed that section up. But the audiobook was good as well. So if you're not, if you don't have a chance to read, if you've got you know driving time, read the audiobook. Well, listen to the audio. Listen to the audiobook. Yeah, the audiobook was good. Cool. So yeah, The Martian. I give it two thumbs up. Okay, I really liked it. I really, really liked it. I encourage people to check it out. Yes. So that was our review, Martian. Okay. Yay! Woo! Random topic. We're all ahead of time. Yeah. If you were a pirate, what would your pirate name be? This one actually stemmed from the Martian book because at one point he's like, I'm technically a pirate. And so in the movie, he called himself Pirate Blondebeard. Blondebeard the pirate. Yeah. Um, both Kate and I said was a horrible pirate name. So now we have to think of if we were a pirate, what would our pirate names be? Yeah. What would my pirate name be? Let's just Google pirate name generator. <laughs> there probably are some. Uh, no. No, you don't like the name? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's not. You you have to actually say what these are, Andy. You can't just do that. Uh Captain something Captain Harley Beerbong? No. Shark Balls Pale Grave Bellamy? No. God, there's a lot of pirate name generators. What would your pirate name be, Andy? Captain QS the 23rd? No. Yeah, QS 23 doesn't work for pirates stuff. What would be my pirate name? Dread Pirate Roberts. No, you can't be the Dread Pirate Roberts. Why not? Because Inigo Montoya is currently the Dread Pirate Roberts. He handed it off to Phil, and Phil gave it to me. Who the hell is Phil? He was the Dread Pirate Roberts. Keep up, Andy! <laughs> I, I have no... I, most my, of the pirates I know do have beard in the name. I have no beard. No, I can't, no, I can't you really, don't have a beard. I can't really grow a beard. I can grow fuzz. <laughs> Captain Peach Fuzz. Captain Fuzzy Beard. I feel like that's from Animaniacs. Or Tiny Captain Toons. Fuzzy Beard. I am Captain Fuzzy Beard. Please let me call him Captain Fuzzy Beard. You are not allowed to call me Captain Fuzzy Beard. I don't know if you get to get to give that rule out anymore now that it's out there. It's out there that's happened. Yeah. I'm now Captain Fuzzy Beard. I <laughs> What have I done? I think what you've announced to everybody that you are now Captain Fuzzy Beard. I'm not Captain Fuzzy Beard. Oh god. Episode title. Oh crap. <laughs> So, Andy, what's your pirate name? Smiling Tony? No. No. I'm Captain Fuzzy here. You are not Smiling Tony. Well, I'm all done. I, I found mine, clearly, evidently. Um, Shipwreck Andy? <laughs> that's a that's not exactly a very terrifying pirate name. No, uh, barnacle, salty. God, there's just so many like buccaneer, old, old salty buccaneer barnacle. <laughs> that's where you. That's where you're at right now. Just want to be clear on that. Yeah, I know. It's not going where it is there. I don't think you get to make fun of Matt Damon for Captain Blondebeard anymore. Mr. Old Salty Barnacle Thing. <laughs> old Thing. God, it's hard. Yeah. You think it's easy, but no, it's... Um, quick-eyed lefty? No. No? No. Why not? Uh, what do you mean by quick-eyed? Like, I'm... I'm like, I, well, I can't... I don't really have eagle eyes because I'm wearing glasses. Right. Ste steely-eyed, uh... 
steely-eyed left. Your steely eyes aren't very steely, sir. I think steely. What, what, okay, what does steely-eyed mean? I think that's just like uh, having a hard, strong, and determined mindset. I feel like lefty though should be like the actual aspect there. Lefty, you're always a. It's gonna be something, something lefty. Okay. So whatever. The, I, I was going with the steely-eyed lefty. Captain Lefty. Captain Lefty. Sounds like a euphemism for something else. Like a pirate? No, I'm just gonna leave it there. Uh, alright, Captain Lefty. Alright, Captain Fuzzy Beard. Yep. I guess that's... that's a wrap. Stop trying to do accents! <laughs> you can't do accents! Alright, that's... that's... that's a wrap. Arr. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.